You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. I almost forgot who I was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is episode 49. We're going to cover a variety of different topics, uh, starting with uh, some casting for Deadpool, a little announcement on... um, Let's see, Captain Marvel. We're gonna talk a little about about the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy um, press screening, followed by just a really tiny short segment about screening for Black Panther, which there's not a lot of information there, but we'll talk about it anyways. Um, and then a little bit about uh, Bungie and um, Destiny Two, which should be coming out here in about a month. Um, talk a little bit about Minecraft. Um, a Superman-themed show that's coming to the Sci-Fi Channel, and then finish up with some news from Blizzard. Um, so, the first show has to do with... Uh, did I say the first show? You did. Gee, buzz. Um, the first topic um, has to do a little bit about Deadpool 2 and uh, Josh Brolin uh, being cast for the role of Cable. Um I mean, looking at him now, I mean, I think that he's very much looks like Cable. Um, I think one of the interesting things, though, is that, like, you know, obviously Deadpool's a Fox property, and so he's being cast for Cable. Uh, At the same time, you know, there's some hope that at some point that, you know, Deadpool or, you know, that, you know, or even like Wolverine and stuff, that they're going to find their way into the mcu that uh disney has created or already has in in there and so that i mean i guess could be a little bit of a problem just because josh brolin is he probably wouldn't be cable at that point i think if they're gonna try to throw everybody in together right i mean he'd been with marvel the other marvel way longer so as they know yeah a central character to pretty much everything in the mcu so basically it's almost like they're telling everyone don't count on deadpool ever being part of a big group he might get like one or two extra superheroes but i don't think there's gonna be anything major for him right i mean especially considering he's such a central character in their their storyline i mean thanos I mean, the Infinity War is coming up, all this other shit's coming up, you know, so that pretty much, I mean, to me, and like you said, pretty much answers that, um, but, uh, you know, for those who don't know who Cable is at this point or whatever, I'll just give a little synopsis, it's uh, listed um, in this story from uh, IBT, um, which is, well, it was associated with the Yahoo article, but um, basically, Cable is a time-traveling son of um, Scott Summers uh, that you know many know as Cyclops, and uh, Madeline Pryor, who um, journeys back into the past to save mutant kind from the brink of extinction. Um, Cable, you know, because of his lineage, he has uh, telepathic abilities, uh, telekinetic powers. His left eye has enhanced eyesight, and um, he also has the ability to merge with uh, his techno-organic body and with machinery, making him super strong and sometimes electronically advanced. So that's basically who Cable is. Um, and, you know, for those who aren't familiar with him, just Google it. And, you know, you're going to get a bunch of pictures of Cable and you can kind of like do a side-by-side comparison. I think they did a pretty good job because, I mean, he does kind of look like him. Plus, like, in general, like, Josh Brolin's already kind of a big dude, which is kind of how Cable is. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think it will require less work for him to get in, like, cable shape. Because I remember, Probably. like, there were people, like, speculating that, um, god dang it, who was it? Um, Pierce Brosnan was going to be cable. I'm kind of like, hmm, he's a good actor, but. He could have, like, though. I mean. Dude would have been thin as fuck. Well, that's I mean, what he, digital effects are for, also. That's a lot of digital effects, though. Not really. They put a whole dude in Star Wars. <laughs> So yeah, because he was fucking dead. I'm gonna take a living dude and like put a body around but him. But it's not to say that it's it's not. Impossible. It's not impossible. No, it's not impossible. <laughs> I 
impossible. Girl, it's impossible. Or look at the Hulk. Well, yeah, but again, that's because, you know. No, but still. There's nobody big enough to be that kind of Hulk. Technology is there. Yeah. They could have just did it like the old school Hulk from the 70s. Why, just paint somebody green? Yeah, like a bodybuilder. And just did it that way. That's gross. That wouldn't have been cool. So, there is that. Um, I mean, I think it's a good casting. So, I mean, it's Deadpool 2. I mean, they have, uh, I mean, they have a different director, but pretty much everything else is more or less the same. And you're going to have more or less the same cast. So, I mean, it, it's going to be a good movie. I mean, the whole thing that Deadpool 2 has to fight against is themselves. Obviously, yeah. you know, when a first really good movie comes out you know there's a huge uphill battle in terms of like is it going to be as good as the second you know i mean the same can be argued for like uh um guardians of the galaxy well, well i mean guardians of the galaxy or i mean even like you know with the something that just passed like john wick like john wick was like huge and it was kind of yeah. like oh can he can they can they and then yes, john wick 2 came out and like i thought it was <laughs> fucking great but there were people just kind of like no no, they didn't do it. Like, they tried too hard. I'm like, seriously? They like, tried too hard. I don't feel like it was forced, like, you know, some people thought or mean. But everybody's entitled to their opinion. I just think that, uh, you Doesn't know, Deadpool mean it's too. the right one. <laughs> yeah, like, everybody has an <laughs> asshole, kind of that thing. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so, um, sliding over to another Marvel topic. Um, this one is from The Verge. Um, and this has to do with uh, Marvel deciding who's actually going to direct... Uh, Captain Marvel, um, as everybody probably already knows because we talked about it in one of our previous podcasts, <laughs> is that uh, Brie Larson is going to be <laughs> the um, star who's going to play Captain Marvel, and um, you know every, you know th- this is going to be one of the first. This is going to be the first, you know, female standalone Marvel movie, which you know everybody's kind of like, oh, how come Black Widow didn't get her day in the sun? It's kind of like, well, my, Black Marvel. I mean, black, uh, <laughs> black, black, Marvel. black uh-huh. marbles or black marble, um, all fucking tongue tied. Jeez, buzz. I'm like, I, don't know, I, I only had like, I only had like two sips of Stella Artois and I'm over here like, blah, 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 blah. need to wet my lips. Chug, chug, chug. So, you know, Brie Larson's already, uh, you know, Captain Marvel. And so it was a question of who they're going to get to direct this film. You know, it was already pretty much put out there that they want it to be a female director um and so they did get a female director but they didn't go 100 percent female because they're like oh yeah female's definitely gonna direct this first female film girl power all this bullshit That's we, dumb, have, we have all yeah we have all these female writers it's like okay so man can't write these things i mean they were created by dudes but i digress um, i probably gonna use the sex argument well, she won't be as sexy if ladies are doing it. Or if she is sexy, it's because they're empowering themselves. Yeah, I don't know. That's a whole different topic. <laughs> That's uh, So, I mean, so the co-directors are going to be Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. So, yes, there's a female director, but there's also, I mean, they're co-directors. They pick two. Um, but again, you know, pretty much stuck to their promise. They didn't necessarily say it was going to be helmed, you know, singularly by a female director but you know there it is so uh let's see here uh this was reported by variety um basically saying that marvel came to the decision after it was satisfying that the script was in the right shape before tapping who would get to direct it um the studios met with a number of contenders Bowden and fleck had um noteworthy experiences working on television directing episodes on the series of billions and the affair and (laughs) Helming critically acclaimed films like Sugar, Half Nelson, and Mississippi Grind, which I know nothing about. I never even heard of those. I never heard of those shits either. I mean, if they are, I think I maybe seen Half Nelson, but it wasn't like something that sticks out to me. It might have been like a Netflix movie that I watched and was kind of like, oh, that's whatever. Is there, are they like pretentious indie films or something? I think the Half Nelson one was an indie film. I think Sugar was too, but Sugar, I think I was going to watch. I was going to watch it and I got like 15 minutes into the movie and then just kind of stopped and just like watched a rerun of something else uh mississippi grind don't know anything about it i know you said you uh, had watched part of the affair and you thought it was terrible i tried it was really slow which you know 
maybe they're talented. Maybe there's something in there that, you know, people saw that, hey, look, you know, maybe they can do something with this because, I mean, this is different. I mean, you're talking about a completely different beast. I mean, directing is directing, but at the same time, you know, you're talking about a bigger budget. You're talking about, you know, a superhero film that has fucking nothing to do with any of this previous shit that they've gotten out there. So, you know, apparently somebody has some level of confidence in their abilities to make this a successful, um, you know, film. Because, I mean, if they didn't have the trust of these people, I mean, they wouldn't have them on board. You know, considering, you know, for the most part, Marvel's had an incredible track record for just having successful films you know on on some level uh even if some weren't bigger than others so uh you know with that said i mean it's a pretty female heavy you know directed you know being directed written um you know i mean pretty much everything is is uh is female um i just kind of feel like this movie might be set up to fail a little bit and then with it being so heavy-handed and one gender they can say well look we tried it your way and it didn't work so we're gonna go back to dudes i mean i i kind of understand where they're going with it like okay you know females know you know i mean this is a strong female character and we want strong females to be the directing force that goes into you know what the direction of you know this uh this you know where this character goes but at the same time like you know it's one of those things to me where it just seems silly that you would forcefully try to get like a female on board for a particular role when like to me the focus should be on like just who's the most capable like who's the most talented person right you know if that person doesn't happen to be a female name well then just go with the fucking guy like i mean if if the female in her own right is just better then obviously you know she should be in the spot but to me it just makes sense that you would just choose on a person's merit and their ability to get something done and their talent, you know, when you're talking about trying to make something successful, uh, you know, like Captain Marvel happen, um, you know, and just the, the, the forcefulness of trying to like, okay, this is a female movie, so let's get, you know, all females on board for screenwriting, you know, like, um, you know, producing and directing and all this bullshit. It's just, it seems silly. I mean, it seems like, it seems very forced kind of, with how Ghostbusters was, it's like okay, we're not gonna yeah. we're gonna redo Ghostbusters, but we're not gonna do it with dudes. We're gonna do it with chicks, and we're gonna make the guy real dumb, and we're gonna do all this stuff. And you know, everybody's just kind of like, oh, it failed just because of all these activists that you know basically like you know ruined what would have been a good film if it hadn't been for all these you know all these people and all their negative press and stuff. It's like no, it just sucked. Yeah, it was just a bad movie. You know, they they tried to do something that they shouldn't have done. They should have stuck with the original formula and maybe done it on kind of like a legacy level where um you know you know maybe a couple of boys and some girls are like you know uh daughter sons of the original ghostbusters that's how you get the cameos from the old ghostbusters and it explains the new ghostbusters and then you have yourself a decent movie you know but they tried to do something else with it that was stupid to begin with and it failed so i mean this isn't on that level but i kind of feel like it's in that realm it's on that spectrum of, you know, just, you know, stupidity. But, you know, hopefully everything turns out fine. Um, so, you know, just a little background on Captain Marvel in case nobody is super familiar with it. Um, Stan Lee and uh, Gene Corlin, um, in the 1960s, they created the Captain Marvel character, um, which has a long history in Marvel Comics. Um, there were a number of heroes taking on this name in the film. Uh, will be about Carol Denvers, who was originally known as Miss Marvel before assuming the Captain Marvel mantle in 2012, which um, I believe the change was, you were saying, when That's they... That's when Miss Marvel became um, Kamala, Camilla Khan, the Muslim uh-huh. girl. Yeah. So, um, there's that. So, uh, uh, so I mean, in, in this article, it says that, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see how Marvel streamlines Denver's original story in the comics. Danvers was an Air Force pilot who gained superpowers after being caught in an explosion, fusing her DNA with the original Captain Marvel, Marvel. The current Miss Marvel is Kamala Khan, who was first introduced in 2013 and quickly became a fan favorite. So I have um, those comics. They, yeah, they were good. They yeah. So um, this movie is due out in theaters March 8th, 2019. Um, 
we will see how that goes. Um, switching over to another Marvel movie. Marvel's just pumping these bitches out. That's all um, they have to do. But you know what? This one, everybody's expecting this one. Uh, this one is... Uh, we actually kind of watched The Hollywood Reporter um, associated with Yahoo Movies. And um, this was basically like a first reaction video from The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 press screening. Um, the movie releases May 5th, which is super close. That's, I mean, what? Three weeks? Like two. Roughly. Just under three weeks. So... Um, Basically, the go have people some tacos that, and some margaritas, and then go watch Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, I, it, you know what? A lot of people that um, you know, they went to this press screening. They're not allowed to basically say anything about the movie until what was it? The twenty fourth, like April twenty fourth, is when they're able to start like doing reviews and releasing, um, you know, little details about the movie. I mean, obviously, no spoilers or anything like that, but. Uh, they can start, uh, you know, letting out some of these reviews. Um, you know, there were people that went to the screening that are already kind of tweeting about the movie in a more general basis of whether they just found that it was good or bad or anything like that. And pretty much everybody that saw it um, had positive things to say. There was only like one douche canoe that had to break <laughs> with everybody else and say that it wasn't as good as the first and that it was like two and a half out of four stars or whatever. Um, but the movie... Uh, was in in it would in it being pretty rare was that when it was screened by an audience that it got a hundred percent and that says a lot um you know I, I guess the one question is is just like that is impressive i guess the one thing would be is like how did they pick the people that were in the audience you know yeah. like did they have to already have like a favorable you know, view of uh, the original Guardians before they were let in. Because remember, we did a screening. I um, mean, we're still under like a fucking... Still can't talk about it. Yeah, we still can't talk about this damn movie because it was under development. It was a very rough, you know, finalized uh, uh, movie. We can't even mention the fucking name of it. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, basically, we watched this movie and it seemed good. I mean, th th there were some plot holes in it that seemed a little bit silly, but I mean... And some music that sucked. Yeah, and that was some shitty music, but you know, overall the the film was pretty good. I mean, uh, uh, Amanda funny. and I were kind of like, yeah, you know, it was funny. There were some good parts, there were some bad parts, but overall, like, it was a decent film. I mean, we weren't like, oh, this is a fucking ten out of ten, five stars movie, you know, but it was definitely nope. good, you know. And so we rated it accordingly. You know, we gave it, you know, pretty high score, like four out of five stars, you know, like eight or nine out of ten. Like it was mostly good. We just had, you know, a few things that could have made it better. But when they were um, looking to get like a, like um, just kind of like a review from the audience, like after the movie was done, they were only pulling people for that pool of candidates who gave it five out of five. So you all like, have to fill out a survey, and then from there they take a even more of a focus group to yeah, talk about it. Which it's like how much of you know how good or more how constructive of a focus group can you really have if you're picking all people that checked 10 out of 10 and 5 out of 5 like just across the board because they were happy to be there. Like, I mean, if you really yeah. want to improve the movie, I mean, obviously don't take somebody that just said your movie was a piece of shit. I mean, because they're not <laughs> going to have, you know, anything constructive to say, but... Well, they might. Yeah, maybe, you know, but... <laughs> not I mean, everybody's a troll. I mean, but, you know, I mean, but if somebody says your movie's a piece of shit, how much can you really change about the movie realistically when you already have the movie mostly done? Yeah, but right? you could ask them why they feel that way. I mean, it would put more focus into it in a focus group. I just kind of feel like, uh, you know, the thing is, is if you take somebody that kind of mostly liked it, but just had some, you know, just had some constructive criticism, to me, like, that's what's going to get you more or less on track with where you want to be, because that person's going to have less suggestions <laughs> for what might make the movie much better, because they already mostly like the movie to begin with. As opposed to somebody that says your fucking movie's a dumpster fire, and that this is the this is the direction you need to go, which is like completely like somewhere else with where the movie went. I guess. So I mean, that's kind of what I meant by that. But um, you know, unsurprisingly, everybody is saying that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is excellent. Um, they actually just had the movie premiere. I think it was yesterday. They did the red carpet premiere, um, yesterday in Hollywood. 
And so... Oh, I should have been there. You know, that would have... If I would have <laughs> known ahead of time, I, I would have been cool to go. I mean, one time, me and Amanda were just in Hollywood just because... And it just so happened that, like, it was, like, the red carpet event for fucking, like, what was it? Herbie Reloaded or some bullshit. Yeah, I think it was. Herbie Fully Loaded. Yeah, like, Herbie Fully Loaded. And so, like, we're... And, and surprisingly, we're just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's only going to be... Um, what's her face? What's the redheaded girl's name? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. I'm like, oh yeah, just Lindsay Lohan's gonna be there. But like, there were a shit ton of famous people. We were kind of yeah, on this platform. Um, I mean, it's a red carpet event, and like, grr, but um, it was still like, oh shit, you know, had we known, we could have like kind of lined up and been closer to where the red carpet was, so we could have got decent pictures, and maybe brought a good camera. I mean, obviously, for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, like the who's who's gonna be out there. So had we known, I mean, we probably would have gone, but. You know, there's all kinds of freaks that probably have been there like 24 hours and could have just watched everyone a... from up up at the Korean barbecue place and been yeah. like, oh yeah, that, <laughs> look at that speck right there. Yeah, that, that looks good. That would have been fun, but uh, so yeah, May 5th coming out pretty soon. Um, segue over to another Marvel movie. We're just going Marvel, 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 Marvel. Marvel. Um, this is from uh, Yahoo News, and this is another like IBT story. Um, it's basically saying that they screened, um, the first footage from Black Panther. Um, there's not a lot of content in it. You know, I was kind of hoping, um, there'd be a little bit more, but basically it's just describing, you know, what the people saw from this test footage. Uh, and, um, you know, I mean, pretty much what, you know, from what people saw from, uh, say, uh, from, uh, Captain America, um, you know, from that movie, you know, you you're obviously you're going to see uh, Black Panther and kind of what he's all about and, and pretty much what you could expect on a certain level of what the Black Panther movie is going to be. Uh, and I'm not going to bore you to death, like, reading this whole thing. But the movie is supposed to hit theaters February 16, 2018. Um, I think it'll be good. Yeah, I mean, I would just go to, uh, you know, like... Uh, wikipedia or something like that for black panther just to get a real quick synopsis on the backstory um just because you know this thing doesn't give a uh, heck of a lot of detail and um that's uh pretty much it so and i told you there wasn't a lot of information so i wasn't lying <laughs> uh let's see here boop, boop, boop. there is um we kind of move over to games and um everybody who's anybody pretty much that plays games knows what this game is uh bungie is going to debut destiny 2 gameplay next month a lot of people are super hyped about this this story actually came out two days ago from the international business times ibt again um why do they report on everything that's not business that's what i've always wondered about those because destiny 2 is a big business makes a lot of money from dlcs and shit but they talk about people's divorces and stuff too that has nothing to do with business for real? Who's calling us? Where's the phone? Uh, it's in the other room. So, now that we've dealt with this damn scam artist who's trying to <laughs> pretend like they're a fucking PG&E employee to try to get whatever information from us, now we can get back to our motherfucking podcast. Um, but, uh, you know, this, uh, this game is going to get some uh, gameplay footage next month. Everybody's hyped about it. Uh, I mean, I guess the one thing that, you know, it's the one thing that uh, I remember that uh was kind of a big deal um for a lot of people was that everyone this thought wasn't... the first one sucked well you know a lot of people weren't very happy with this one i mean there were a lot of people that like I me mean, were on the hype train and said oh yeah it's fucking this shit's so awesome and so like i i got the fucking game and i played it for like a couple of days and was just like this fucking game sucks i didn't like it couldn't get into it and it's Collecting dust. Um, but, uh, you know, apparently this one's supposed to be better, but a lot of people sure. are fucking... A lot of people are uh, butthurt because this is basically like a soft restart for the company. You know, anybody that had like a super bitchin' fucking character in uh, the original... Um, in the original Destiny, you're not going to be able to port that shit over. Apparently you're going to be able to like port the skin over or whatever, but not any of the shit that you earned on your character. That's so stupid. you're basically gonna have to like start all over, which is uh pretty womp fucking womp. lame. Um I <laughs> like SpongeBob. Womp womp. Yeah, womp womp womp. <laughs> um let's see. So this event is gonna be May eighteenth when they're gonna do the gameplay release. 
It's going to be the first look at Destiny 2 gameplay. Um, they're going to announce details for a Destiny 2 beta uh, for fans who pre-order the game later that year. Uh, Bungie has yet to reveal any extensive details about the Destiny 2 release date, um, but they did give a brief synopsis uh, previously, and I'll basically read this off to you in case you don't know. Uh, humanity's last safe city has fallen to an overwhelming invasion force led by Gaul, the imposing commander of the Brutal Red Legion. He has stripped the city of the Guardians of their power and forced the survivors to flee. You will venture to a mysterious, unexplored world of our solar system to discover an arsenal of weapons and devastating new combat abilities. To defeat the Red Legion and confront Gaul, you must reunite humanity's scattered heroes, stand together, and fight back to reclaim your home. Um, seems neat, but... So did the first one. Yeah, so did the first one. Um, so, with that being said, Destiny 2 is going to release worldwide on September 8th for the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. Um, I think one one of the comments that, uh, you know, kind of stood out was, uh, somebody says, better not stink, the original release of the first one did, huh? And uh, somebody else says, hopefully you have some time for the release. They should make sure to use four maps for about 20 different missions. Also, as a side note, make the maps kind of small and limited in function. We definitely want it to be limited to four maps until six months later, where between 20 and $100 worth of DLCs come out to rob you. <laughs> you know, so people aren't very happy with, you know, the so very... Very trendy trend of, you know, people basically busting out games that take forever and then, you know, releasing what's essentially like a very limited content game where you're expected to shell out even more money, um, you know, within a short period of time. You know, the game should have come fucking complete. You know, if you wanted to add something cool later, cool, but... Um, yeah, that's what know. patches are for. Yeah, and yeah, that's pretty much what's happening. It's almost like... It's not so much like for the sake of the game, you know, to continue on a on a path of development, like in storyline, as much as it is just for them to make more fucking money. Oh, it's not working. <sighs> you already finished your beer? <gasps> Stop making fucking tugboat sounds. <laughs> so, um, the next story is also game related. Uh, this also comes from International Business Times. Ah, uh, do some business. <laughs> uh, Minecraft Switch world size is way less than PS4 and Xbox One. Um, that basically says everything you need to know in the title. Essentially, they're porting over the Mi- the, the Minecraft game um, to the Nintendo Switch, which is going to come out for the Switch on May 11th. Um, isn't too far away there. And uh, basically... The Switch is going to be significantly smaller than what you would get on the PS4, the Xbox One. Uh, It's basically going to be a medium-sized world. Um, What that means is that the buildable area spanning uh, 3072 by 3072 blocks. Um, That's what you're going to get on the Switch. For the PS4 and the Xbox One, you're looking at a larger world size of 5120 by 5120. That essentially means that, you know, with maths, that you're looking at a 40% smaller world using what's supposed to be a next-gen console. And when you compare it to, like, the PS3, Xbox 360, or Wii U capability, the Switch is only 13% bigger. So, not so next-gen. That Uh, might not be so bad, though, because some of those Minecraft worlds can get... Pretty massive. Too huge, I think. So keeping it small, it'll be fun. Yeah. Especially for little kids. They can kind of, you know, see more of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it'll be a bad thing. I mean... Uh, it'll be uh, different. You know, on paper, it looks pretty significant. But, I mean, I think once you actually start playing it, it's not going to make much of a difference. I mean, uh, you know, like our kids, they'll, they'll play on the PS3 and they'll play on the Xbox 360 and be just as happy... You know, whether they're playing the PS4 version or the Xbox version, they just like to fucking play. They even like to play that stupid pocket edition that costs like a million dollars. Put it on your phone, you can't see. That's a lot for an app, though. Eight bucks. It's a game. Yeah, but still. You can probably play with people, too, right? 
I don't know. I've only seen them build their worlds. Yeah, so. They always start new ones. Uh, you know, but, you know, on paper, it's uh, pretty, pretty small. Um, the port is supposed to have a frame rate of 60 feet per second, but there was no specific mention made as to the resolution and the handheld or dock mode. So, you know, there's also that. I mean, I guess it's kind of like really no surprise to people that are, you know, they've seen the Switch come out because... It looked like a cool concept, but obviously they're not trying to directly compete with the Xbox One or the PS4 when you're talking about, um, you know, like hardware. Especially considering, um, you know, you got Project Scorpio coming out for the Xbox, and then you have a, you know, new version of PlayStation coming out pretty soon. You know, these console wars are just getting more heated up, and I mean, I, I would say that the consoles coming out for the xbox and the ps4 aren't too far out whereas like they just dropped the switch so it, it wouldn't make i mean they're pretty much stuck with what they got and they're gonna have to make the most of what they have i mean i think as far as titles a lot of their titles don't require like super intensive graphics i mean it'd probably be neat to have you know like really high-end you know console for some of their games but i mean they have very cartoonish games and they kind of stick to a certain formula for how they want their games to look so i think it works for them yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like their consoles underpowered again and are they going to get a lot of developers on board that are going to be willing to kind of port their game over and kind of make their you know game a little more streamlined to work with their system whereas like it can be an easy port from an xbox one to a ps4 you know i mean that's kind of the problem that you ran into with the wii u the wii u was different it was neat and it was might have been fun for people but it was like completely um underwhelming in terms of like overall performance when you compared it to the xbox and the playstation and nobody wanted to fucking work with it i just seemed like a fancy one for kids yeah like you you get the little leapfrog things it just seemed like it was an upgraded version of that like it wasn't meant for anyone but little kids yeah so and and there's a let's see there's a comment here from somebody and i'll kind of read it because i thought it was pretty relevant and their their shit was actually accurate not too trolly this person says so there's some inaccurate information in this article as well as um some details that seem to be overlooked yes the map size on the switch is smaller than the ps4 and the xbox one that's not even up for question however a bit about it being 13 percent bigger than the 360 ps3 and wii u the, the Vita versions is highly inaccurate. That version is 864 by 864 blocks. That means the Switch version is three times larger, not 13% larger. To add to that, another bit that isn't noted um, is that unlike all other versions on a portable system, the Switch version runs at 60 frames per second. This means the game runs significantly better than what's on mobile devices such as the Vita. Yes, the Switch version is still behind the PS4 and the Xbox One, and everything is behind the PC version. However, the map size and frame rate make the Switch version the best portable version, which is something worth noting. Which, um, you know, does make a lot of sense when you're... I mean, but you're comparing it to a fucking Vita, something that's not... Op- they're not even really supporting anymore at this point. I mean, good luck finding games or any bullshit related to a Vita anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you're all, you know, like... As far as, like, Minecraft, like, I mean, I don't even think it pretty much exists for a fucking DS or whatever. So then you're talking about, like, pocket editions and stuff, whereas, so yeah, tiny. this is going to be different than, this is going to be different, obviously, a better alternative when you're considering a portable platform, but at the same time, you're talking about, like, basically hauling a console around because it's not small, yeah. like, like a 3DS or something like that, and it's actually fairly sizable, Plus, it's one of those things where, like, you're pretty much going to have to put money down for, like, um, some sort of extended warranty with accidental damage protection. Yeah. Because the system's, you know, fairly expensive for most people. And, you know, if you fucking accidentally slip up and drop that system, I mean, that's, (laughs) I mean, that, that pad that you're holding is your portable game system, but it also runs your you know, your actual system when you drop it back in the in, in the port when you get home, if you drop that and you break it, I mean, right. obviously manufacturer's warranty or any of that bullshit's not going to be covered. 
You know, so it's one of those things where you're going to want some sort of accidental damage protection just because you're kind of fucked if you don't have it. So there is that. And obviously it's going to cost a lot more. You know, like if you had it for the 3DS, you know, you might be paying like 60 bucks or something like that, you know, because the, the system's like 150 or like $200 now. You know, but, you know, this system's, what, like 3 350 Something like roughly, that. Roughly, you know, in that price range. And so, I mean, you're talking about paying at least over $100 if you're looking at, like, a multi-year warranty with something as extensive as accidental damage. That's just my two cents, especially if you're going to let your kids use it. Um, but, you know, that's obviously one... I mean, do, is this going to make or break whether people get the Switch? I mean, absolutely not. People like Minecraft are going to buy it anyways. It's just worth noting that, you know, if you already have it for the Xbox One or PS4, then the only reason you're going to want to get it is for a portable, you know, because you want to play it portably. And uh, that would be it. Um, so we move on to uh, television. Um, this is from uh, TVLine.com, and this has to do with uh, the Sci-Fi Channel. Um, basically, there was a leaked video that's since been taken down and uh, the Sci-Fi Channel is going to have, uh, or has, a show that's uh, a pilot right now. So who knows whether or not it's going to come out, whether they're going to pick it up or anything like that. Um, but it's called Krypton. And basically, this show is like a prequel to, you know, before, obviously, Krypton's destroyed and Superman gets sent to Earth and all that stuff. Um, the story... Let's see. Krypton is set. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> uh, Krypton is set uh, two generations before the destruction of Superman's home planet, and follows the future Man of Steel's forefather Segel, played by um, Halcyon's uh, Cameron Cuff, whose House of El was ostracized and shamed. And he fights to redeem his family's honor and save his beloved world from chaos. Um, well, we all know how that ends. Yeah, I mean, you know how the story <laughs> ends, essentially. Um, but, you know, this is just a pilot. The video was leaked, you know, so, I mean, it could be something premature that's not going to come out anyways. Although, somebody might have just been smart and been like, hey, look, this thing's got other pilots to compete against. We want this shit to come out. Let's just fucking leak it and hope that there's some traction that picks up with, like, people wanting to see this show and then that kind of fueling, you know, a demand for this show so that it does get picked up. So somebody is obviously probably thinking that the show is not going to get picked up, opted for the leak to try to get some traction to see if this was, you know, going to generate some, uh, you know, fan base to... You know, get uh, feverish for this show coming out, but I don't it know. sounds cool, I guess. I mean, they always make Superman TV shows, though. Like, it's just well, there's like Supergirl, eh. and then there was like the old Superman with fucking god damn it, who uh, Dean the Kane. Dean Kane, which I watched the shit out of that show. I, I actually, loved that I actually show. Actually, liked the Dean Kane version of Superman back in the day. But then they had Smallville. Terry Hatcher, yeah, Smallville. I never really watched Smallville too much. Um. I don't know. And then sci-fi is such an obscure channel, like... I mean, like, WB's doing most of the fucking... CW. Or CW's doing most of the fucking DC shit anyways. I don't know. Of, I mean, sci-fi just doesn't have much of a... Of a what? A draw to me, I guess. Although yeah. I hear The Expanse is really good, and that's on the sci-fi channel. Everyone's raving about that, so... Well, let me see. It says the director... Let's see. Sleepy Hollow vet Damien Kindler is set as showrunner and will serve as the EP alongside Goyer, Doctor Who, Sherlock, Helmer, Colm McCarthy directed the pilot. So, whatevs. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Like I said. Eh. I mean, I'm just kind of like. Somebody might care about this. I don't really care too much. You just um, have to really love Superman, I think. And not even that, but you have to like the lore that's behind it. Because, I mean, if you want to watch a Superman show, you can... Oops. You can uh, watch any of the other old shows. Right. And probably be happier. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, for our final topic, this is uh, from Game Crate. The original Starcraft 
is now free. Uh, Blizzard has formally announced that StarCraft Remastered last month. Um, it also said that it would be making the original StarCraft and Brood War expansion free to all players. So um, they made good on the promise and they'll be updating the game to version uh, 1.18. Um, let's see here. It's going to be free on both PC and Mac. The free original version includes a Brood War expansion. So, you know, it's pretty fucking awesome. I mean, it's been a really long time. It's been about uh, eight years since the original release of StarCraft. And there were a lot of people that were, you know, wanting a remastered version of StarCraft. And there were, I know there was a lot of people that were, like, super pissed. Remember um, at the last BlizzCon when they announced in one of the Diablo panels that they were going to have that, uh, I, mean, I wouldn't necessarily call it a remaster, but they were basically putting, like, the original Diablo 1 right. kind of graphics, like, throwback. Well, it you was know, an like, event for Diablo because they had hit, what, 10 years, 15 years? Yeah. Some kind of milestone. So that's how they were celebrating it, like, you know, kind of how they do in WoW But sometimes. people were like, oh, they're fucking putting that in the game and, like, nobody's given us a remastered fucking StarCraft yet. And there were a lot of people that were, like, super butthurt about it. Like, I couldn't, like, there were just so many people, like, bitching about it. Well, to get all the StarCraft stuff, they released it in, like, little... Little episodes, Blizzard did remember, and you would have to buy them, kind of like I guess, kind of like DLCs when they had the things. Yeah. So. Well, and and so StarCraft Remastered doesn't even have a specific release date right now, but it's supposed to arrive sometime in the summer. Uh, I mean, obviously, like Blizzard's gonna make good on whatever they said. Uh, I mean, more than likely though, I mean, even though they're releasing it like for free to whoever wants it, that probably means you're gonna have to have a battle net. I mean, they'll probably release it yeah. via. They're probably gonna release it via via BattleNet. It's not called BattleNet anymore. What's it called now? It's not BattleNet. I know that. Well, what is it? I don't remember. So you're gonna correct me, and you can't even give me an answer. Shh. Get on your phone. Get on your phone and tell me what it is now. So, anyways, as I was saying, probably somebody's gonna have to get some sort of BattleNet account because, as it exists right now, you know that is you know basically the, the game installer has all of your blizzard games on it you know so you're gonna have to create some sort of account in order to get the download and then you're probably going to get access to like some you know free games that are available um you know obviously to try to get you to buy expansions to those games you know or to pick up other games so i mean it's it's smart i mean probably some people will just create that and have the free game and be happy with it but you know they could draw them into the blizzard web oh no it's just called Blizzard. <coughs> it's just called Blizzard now? Yeah. It's your Blizzard account or Blizzard technology. Huh. Well, I thought Battle.net was cooler, so I'm going to keep saying Battle.net. They said it was confusing for people to have Battle.net and then Blizzard, so they just switched it all to Blizzard. That sounds so lame. That's lame as fuck. Yeah, it is. They should have just switched it all to Battle.net. Or just called it Blizzard.net. Like yeah. something... Blizzard, Blizzard and net. Blizzard net. They just call it Blizzard net. I don't know. That makes sense to me. Um, but now, now that not, now there's going to be a fucking, um, you know, the StarCraft remaster. Inevitably, there's going to be people that are going to start lobbying um, for probably a remaster of like uh, Warcraft. I'm thinking probably Warcraft two. I mean, although the originals, you know, like I mean, I think Warcraft two is probably going to be the next one that people are going to be like Warcraft two remaster, or even. Just an updated version of like Warcraft, you know, get the, get a new, um, get a new Warcraft game in that bitch. I, I fucking love those games. Those games were great growing up. Uh, I would definitely. I don't think they're going to do anything else. You don't think while. so? Not, or, you know, even Warcraft, the old games. I know. Warcraft. I don't think they're going to, because even when they do the little things, they always show like the old things, you know, like how they were. I don't see them getting rid of it. It seems like the guys are a little too sentimental to... Get rid of what? Well, to redo it. Redo? Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, like, making a new one. Not redoing it, but, like, making, like, another Warcraft, like... Well, I don't think they will, because they have all their focus on the World of Warcraft and all of its expansions. Yeah, true. Remember, you're supposed to go into space now. Space. 
I don't even want to think about that. I haven't played World of Warcraft in quite some time. I've had my, uh, well, I still have my accounts that I'm paying for, but I haven't played in uh, some time. I'm actually considering whether or not I'm going to cancel them or not because I still use mine. I haven't been playing. Yeah, that's, you're like, don't cancel my shit. I do. There's plenty of events. Oh, I'm missing Noble Garden. I have to get on later. Yeah. That started on, oh, dang, it's been for like a week already and I haven't been on. Womp womp. Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about going to, uh, uh, was it Final Fantasy fourteen online? Final Fantasy a million and yeah. one. Everybody says that it's a pretty good game, that it's not so grindy. You don't have to have, um, you know, like, I mean, obviously people that have played World of Warcraft... You know, if you want a tank, you're going to make a paladin, you're going to make a warrior, you're going to make a death knight, or you're going to have a monk or something. You know, you're going to have to have one of these classes or a, god damn it, now there's a um, demon hunter that has a, you know, a tank ability. But you're going to have all these different classes that, that have a tank ability and like other DPS trees if you decide what you want to do. You know, but obviously like a pure DPS class is probably going to be something you're going to want to do if you're talking about wanting to do just damage. Mage. You know, and you're talking about rogues, mages, warlocks, and mages hunters. Mages are the only ones that matter. You know, things, mage. Yeah, mage, things mage, like mage. that. Um, you know, and then obviously if you're talking about healers, you're talking about druids, talking about paladins, monks, or... Priests. Um, you know, priests, or... Did you say shaman? Nope, I didn't say shamans. You can. Um, yeah, shamans. Uh, you know, and so there's all these other... There's all these other classes, um, you know, but they're very specific classes as far as, you know, what it is you want to do. I mean, there's obviously, they each do what they do very differently. And so, like, you know, you want a different class to match your style of gameplay. But what I'm getting at is that, you know, if you want to do one thing or another, you have to roll a specific class. And that class, you know, has to, you know, is going to have a corresponding race, you know, that only certain races can be these classes or whatever. Whereas with Final Fantasy, when you make a character, you know, you might make a character of a certain race or, uh, you know, whether it's a male or female, but uh, you can basically switch between the abilities that you want to do. So you can, you know, become some sort of healer or switch to a tank or, you know, become some other type of DPS without having to do all of these um without having to re-roll all of these different classes to do something different. So, um, you know, you don't have to have a warrior tank and then a pally healer and then have a rogue, you know, that you DPS with. You can just have that one... Stupid rogue. <laughs> you can just have that one character and basically switch accordingly, you know, to whatever it is you want to do so that you're not having to focus so much on re-rolling a character as much as you are just developing that character and their abilities and you know getting gear and that kind of thing so it just seems like it can be a lot of fun plus um i think the graphics are just a little bit better i mean but obviously that you know creates a you know bigger demand for what your computer needs to be able to do so obviously for those people that don't have uh, you know, super updated, you know, built up rigs or high performance laptops or something like that. You know, World of Warcraft's always the way to go because, I mean, World of Warcraft can play on a fucking dump truck. <laughs> like, it can just run on a complete piece of shit. And, yeah, uh, but it can get real laggy. It can get laggy when you're talking about multiplayer and all that kind of stuff and you're talking about all the different graphics that are happening when everybody's doing all their spells. Like in a, like on a world boss or something like that and it gets real fucking laggy. Um, obviously not in like instant situations and you're talking about raids or whatever because it's just a different, different dynamic. But, uh, you know, I'm on the fence about that. I mean, if anybody plays Final Fantasy 14, um, I only know like one or two people, um, you know, I'm just kind of, uh, on the fence with what I want to go with it because it's going to cost the same. It's not going to save me any money. It's going to be about 15 bucks a month, same as World of Warcraft. And so it's kind of one of those things where like I have two accounts personally, Amanda has an account, and then if I get, you know, Final Fantasy, I play. You know, that's another account, and then inevitably, Amanda's going to want to play too, and then I'm going to have to have two accounts there, so. Well, no one told you they had two WoW accounts. Well, I mean, if I cancel one WoW account, and then I fucking get Final Fantasy, but I'm still going to have to buy another Final Fantasy thing and pay for another account because you want to play too. That's right. That's expensive. 
So, you know, I don't know. But, uh... Jake is giving me heartburn. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. We, oh, yeah, well, I guess we'll end it on the heartburn note. Um, <laughs> this has been episode 48. Uh, Nine. thanks for listening. What 49. Oh, yeah. This is episode 49. Um, I think our next podcast... I'm not 100% sure whether... Um, I mean, we're going... So, I mean, we are going to Comic-Con, which we talked about last time. Not going to BlizzCon this year. You suck, Blizzard. Um, we did get um, our press passes to go to Silicon Valley Comic Con, which is actually this weekend. Oh, I thought that passed already. No, I think it's actually this weekend. And so uh, I'm debating whether or not we should make a day trip down there to at least collect our passes and be there for a day and then come back. Yeah, because that's, that's totally not be, a day trip. That's just going to be a really long-ass day. That's super long it's day. It's going to be miserable. But... Uh, you know, we've had we've had a lot of shitty stuff happen associated with San Jose, so we're not very happy with that city right now. You make me barf. Uh, too many fucking tech hackers and bullshit. Like, I've already had my personal credit card information stolen, like, twice. Um, it's ridiculous, because I'm very... Uh, I would say that um, I'm not negligent, and I take very good care of, like, where my card goes and where I use certain credit cards at and, like, where I use my debit card at. And when we did go to Silicon Valley Comic Con last year, you know, somebody managed to get my credit card information somehow um, and, you know, tried to run up a bunch of charges. And uh, the thing was is the credit card information that was stolen was one that we didn't use at all in San Jose. Not so, um, you know, it, but it got used all over San Jose. Um smart guys and so um that was a that was a pain in the ass and then uh just recently we're going to be going to another convention here pretty soon it's also in san jose and so um i let her use my credit card this time to purchase um these these tickets for this convention that's coming up and then after that card got used to purchase these uh convention tickets for set for a convention that's taking place in san jose oh guess what my information got stolen again, and somebody's using my card information again. So, not to, I mean, obviously San Jose is like, you know, Silicon Valley area. That's, you know, one of the tech capitals, and there's a lot of people with a lot of technical savvy and know-how. Hooray for to be your able smarts, to, but you suck for stealing. Yeah, to be doing that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I guess if you're attending a convention in a place like that, San Francisco, San Jose, I mean, I guess the Silicon Valley area in general, um, you know, get... You know, get, uh, you know, like RFID, RFID blockers for your credit cards and, you know, only use like certain ones in certain areas and, and you hide know. hide your wife, yeah. hide your kids. Yeah, hide your kids because they're going <laughs> to they're gonna rip everybody off up in that bitch. So I would just be vigilant in that kind of thing just to kind of mitigate, you know, uh, you know, whether or not you actually get your card information stolen because that was the first time it's ever happened to me, you know, and a really long time. Like, I've never had that happen in my entire life. And then, you know, yeah, it happened. Yeah, I've had my information stolen a ton, but I have really crappy credit, so good luck with that, guys. Yeah, so, you know, kind of a little tangent there while we're ending the uh, episode, but uh, it's been episode 49. heartburn. Yeah, and then we're now we're ending on uh, uh, identity theft, so. Let's see if I can do it again. I can't. Shit. Yay. You have Amanda, one mic's hard eliminating. She's going crazy. I um, told you. So, episode uh, 49, I'm Jesse. Here with Amanda. Yay. Thanks for listening. And Bye. until next time, see you later. Bye.